Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back to the Corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. Folks, I'm going to try to break into some information about the Middle East so you get a better understanding of what is happening. I hope in today's broadcast to lay out a case as to my belief why Hamas attacked when they did. I believe there's some things that's going on in the Middle East that they couldn't let happen. So therefore, they had to launch an attack on Israel, fearing that if some other nations develop a peace agreement with Israel, which was real close, it was on the horizon, they had to try to make Israel look like bad actors. That's exactly what Hamas has been doing. They launch their attacks on Israel and hide behind civilians, hide behind women, children, innocent people who are not in this fight. And when Israel returns fire, the civilians are are part of the casualties. And it makes Israel look bad every time. And Israel tries as, as hard as they try. Before they attack, they send notification. Get out of this building. Get away. Meanwhile, Hamas will tie children to the building on the outside. I've seen it. I I see pictures of it. It's there. They grab children and run with them if they have to cross a road so that if they are shot at by Israeli soldiers, you know, if they're going to die, then a child will die as well. And again, that makes it look bad for Israel. And then the international community stands up and says, this is bad for Israel and stop it. What you need to understand is that there has been a movement to normalize relations with Israel. And it's not just one nation. Many of the Arab nations are saying enough is enough. It's time to have peace in the Middle East. The terrorists, the fundamentalists, certainly are not going to go for that. But I'm going to tell you what's going on in Saudi Arabia, what's going, what has been going on in Jordan and in Egypt with the leadership, with the President Isi in Egypt and King Abdullah of Jordan. They have been bringing reforms to these countries. These countries have signed and made peace agreements with Israel. And now the crown prince, Mohammed bin Salman, has been talking about creating a peace agreement with Israel. If that were to happen, that would be, in the words of former President Trump, that would be huge. It would be huge. It really would. And as I said, the terrorists cannot afford to let that happen. It would be a game changer. It would then make their efforts harder to try to get the international community to condemn Israel. Uh, They've been seeing reforms going on in these key nations in the Middle East, Arab nations, huge Arab nations, huge influence that they have on the rest of the uh, community there in the Middle East. And if they were to make peace with Israel, if it comes from Saudi Arabia, 
many other nations will fall in line, and they're afraid of that. And uh, this would be a big upset to them. So therefore, Hamas, feeling that the clock was ticking closer and closer to a peace agreement with Israel. And by the way, what peace agreement are we talking about? What document, what uh, what, what, what peace accord would they be joining? Would they be joining the peace accord that came to us by uh, President Clinton? No. Would it be by former presidents George Bush and what he tried to uh, create? No. Trump. President Trump was very popular in the Middle East. And the Abraham Accords that he set forth has already pulled in UAE, the United Arab Emirates, uh, Oman. Uh, We've seen Bahrain. We've seen Sudan. That was a surprise. I did not think Sudan would come into this peace agreement. They have been more on the radical side of things there, and I was not aware of the reforms that's been going on in that nation. But um, Trump brought about some some amazing things in the Middle East that no one dreamed could be possible. And had he been reelected, they're unsure about Biden. Biden is seen as a weak president in the world. He really is. And um, you're going to hear, as we talk about his interview, um, sorry, not not Biden, but, but Mohammed bin Salman, the crown prince, in his interview with, um, uh, with Fox News here about three weeks back. I mean, it was earth-shaking uh, uh, an interview that he gave in English to the American world. He's never given an English spoken interview where he's speaking English um, in an interview ever. And Brett Baird interviewed him on the 20th of September. And I want to reveal to you, I'm, I'm trying to find, I don't think I have the legal freedom to play, replay the interview for you. But it is there on um, on YouTube. It's on the internet. It is available. So I'm going to be reading to you from the transcript as best as I can, and giving you some commentary of some of the stuff that's happening there. And then I also want to start introducing you to Joel Rosenberg and his work. He had, um, if you're not familiar with Joel Rosenberg, he's a journalist, but he's also a novelist. He's a Jew. Um, he's an American citizen and a Jewish citizen. He now lives in Israel. I would love to have him on the program here, and I think we could make that possible in the near future. We're going to be making attempts to do that. Joel Rosenberg uh, had the opportunity to meet King Abdullah, the King of Jordan, and it came about because of his novels. And in his novels, um, I think it was the third um, jihad or the third attack or whatever that novel was there. He uh, writes his novel and makes King Abdullah as one of the heroes of that novel. It's a it's a great story. I don't read 
novels. I, I, I don't read for, um, what do you call, um, entertainment. I'm just not a reader for that. I read a lot, but I read for information. But I found his novels, although, you know, fictional, but they're based with a, uh, a real timeline event based on factual characters at times and um, and some of the events that's going on in the Middle East. He's a he's masterful at it, in my opinion. And uh, he got to meet King Abdullah because of his book that he wrote. He invited him to his palace. Here's a Jew meeting in the palace of King, uh, the King of Jordan. And so some things transpired with that, and an opportunity developed to, to bring a Christian delegation to meet with the king. Well, then he also got to meet with the um, President Isi there in Egypt. And there's so much that I feel that we're unaware of what's going on in the Middle East. And um, Joe Rosenberg wrote his book, Enemies and Allies. And, and he talks about the meetings that he had with these kings. And he also got to meet with the crown prince of Saudi Arabia with what, whom we call MES, and he also got to meet with the uh, crown prince of the United Arab Emirates and, and stuff there. Now, I am not as familiar with this region. I would like to be. I did have an opportunity to take a church in the United Arab Emirates. They, uh, I got a call one day. I was uh, uh, not looking for this there, and they asked. Um, this church had learned about me, and and my background and, and stuff, and had some connections with someone who uh, who's connected with this congregation, and and um, and uh, and I, I was very very interested in taking that position, to tell you the truth. But uh, the uh, the Lord was not uh, in that. I could tell that this was not going to work out, and so I quickly pulled uh, away my interest from it there. But it's a region of the world that is so misunderstood largely because of Islam. And I hope that you'll learn over the next few days as we start getting into this there that there are great efforts underway to try to take away what you and I would call the radicalism of Islam. Now, let me let me let me share something with you. Anytime you hear the word by the media, by people as radical Islam, uh, switch the word, go ahead and replace that word with fundamentalism, fundamental Islam, because that's exactly what it is. It's not rad- radical. is suggesting that it's something that's outside of the norm. It's something that, uh, that, that is extreme and beyond what it was supposed to be. Okay. Well, the truth is, is that Muhammad was, um, we would call him then a radical, but really he's the prophet. Whatever he did is what Muslims are supposed to do. He is the exemplar. He is the model of Islam. If he killed Jews and killed infidels and raped, um, um, you know, the, the women and all that type of stuff, and he commanded the faithful to do it, then you better believe that is real Islam. It really is. And so the face of Islam is militant and so on there. However, 
there has been a growing effort to try to reform the world of Islam. And now these leaders are doing that in their countries. That's what's happening under the leadership of King Abdullah. That is what's happening under the presidency of President Isa in Egypt. And we are seeing that certainly going on now in Saudi Arabia under the leadership of the new crowned prince, um, Mohammed uh, bin Salman, which we often refer to him as MBS by the initials. And so uh, tomorrow, I hope you'll join us in our broadcast as we start to break down some of this background, some of this knowledge, some of this information, so you can understand what's going on in the Middle East. And I, I suspect that we're not going to see a lot of effort being supportive of Hamas and what's going on there in Lebanon. In fact, actually, I heard that uh, today reports that the Lebanese army took out the jihadis, the terrorists, Hezbollah is, are the terrorists up there. They took out 20 of their rocket stations in southern Lebanon. So the Lebanese army is not interested in supporting this war. They're actually taking out positions of Hezbollah. That is huge. That tells us that the Middle East is changing in their attitude towards Israel. And, and so I believe that my suspicions of why they attacked are correct. They don't want to see peace, and they see that coming, especially from Saudi Arabia. Well, that's going to be it for today. Hope you'll join us again tomorrow at the Corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.